stomach empty? Are politicians and petty officials stealing your hard-earned money? Are the streets lawless, violent and dirty? Do death and disease lurk around every corner? You can be forgiven if you think your situation is hopeless. If you think you and your country are forever destined to be plagued by corruption, injustice, war and poverty. But what you cannot be forgiven for is not doing something about it. For rest assured, change is possible. And it starts here. And it starts with you. Welcome to the third world soul and today a topic near and dear to my heart education in the third world now i suppose this is true in differing extents everywhere but education promises a transformation from a low status individual to this exalted individual who is enlightened and with a lot of things that we deal with in the third world and in this podcast the third world soul this may be true that transformation may be true in the developed world as well but in this case as in many others it is a matter of extent the magical transformation that education promises in the third world and i think i want to focus on that word magical the neophyte enters education as in this aspect from this perspective a low status individual and they enter this black box of transformation and if they can accomplish the challenges the herculean challenges that education presents they will be magically transformed into a higher status individual there's almost a religious ritualistic undergirding of this but what's very relevant to what we are going to talk about today is the fact that what the individual learns is of very little relevance as i said this is like the 12 labors of hercules this is about conquest it's not about acquisition and that word acquisition i will get to a little later so the metaphor that i've used in colombo my first book and that i'm going to use today is it's about a mountaineer surmounting it's about the conquest of the mountain called education it's nothing to do with what is acquired along the way the substance of the material learnt is is just a means to an end the transcendence is gained by reaching the mountain top and this will make more sense as we proceed today all right so if i were a mountaineer and my only goal my only focus was to reach the mountain top from an educational context that would mean the most efficient means would be memorization rote learning yeah learning by heart if we can backward engineer the exam if we can do as many pass papers as possible if we can look at the material in the most clinical fashion 
without any kind of deep engagement well deep engagement doesn't even matter here does it what we need to do is the exam is our opponent and what it presents we must counter we must conquer and in doing so we will surmount exam mountain and we will receive the credentials at the end so one of the pillars of third world education and unfortunately to an extent formal education everywhere but again it's a matter of extent it is extremely zealous in the third world it's about conquering that exam and this is why i draw a distinction between education formal education and learning that's going to be made clearer as we proceed yeah so that is one pillar of third world education and i think i've called this a corruption in the previous episode actually the first episode which is corruption because what happens is yes you pass the exam but the purpose of the system is defeated and here's the other truth the reality about what happens in third world educational institutions they are just basically gymnasiums not for the body obviously but they are gymnasiums to strengthen the values of the prevailing culture and in that sense they are not alone because families are gymnasiums to strengthen first to implant but then to strengthen the values of the dominant prevailing hegemonic culture so what is the main value that schools strengthen that is anyway inculcated even prior to school i suppose is the value of hierarchy third world countries are hierarchical what i mean by that is if you want to go technical it's high power distance the third world is taught that everyone has a position in the social hierarchy and the good soldier is one who acknowledges that they are a particular rung on the ladder they must pay their due respects to the higher ups to the powers that be and those below them they expect that they do the same to them and there is no problem with condescending and dismissing those below them so in the third world and again now it is no come back to say this happens in the first world as well but the important thing is the extent is so telling and impactful in the third world so the same person who will in the most servile fashion yeah get down on their proverbial knees for the superior is going to not only expect that is going to condescend and demean and more than that dismiss those beneath them right so it's the value of hierarchy which is diametric opposite of that is egalitarianism where we think everyone is or deserves a certain level of respect and if at all 
inequality does arise it's by their own efforts and talents not about some hierarchical predestined position that they have found themselves so basically in the context of a school or an educational establishment it's teacher worship whatever the teacher says is right there is no questioning of the teacher this is not really about the teacher here or the student this is about the value of hierarchy so what we are left with in third world education is rote learning to surmount exam mountain to reach that exalted position so that that magical transformation occurs and it's just another theater it's just another gymnasium to strengthen the prevailing values and it is not the only one but it just is i mean when i say teacher worship i don't only mean it in a metaphorical way in many third world countries it's a practice to get down on your knees and worship the teacher maybe at the beginning of the term or at the end of the term and again this goes to a broader cultural point and this happens everywhere but the question is what are the values being inculcated that many of the endeavors many of the theaters many of the activities that happen in any society what they serve to perpetuate what they serve to do is to strengthen the existing value system of that society so why would it be different in a school schools exist for many reasons but one of them being to perpetuate and strengthen the values of the society so if respect your elders is a prevailing value it's potent and salient and deep rooted in a society we can't expect that in one of the theaters that that theater doesn't become a gymnasium to strengthen that so what we have in the education system in the third world is rote learning and a gymnasium to strengthen values here's what we don't have and this is what's interesting what is not happening and though it kind of is obvious it's worth enumerating it's worth pointing out point by point all right okay so what we don't have is the skills what you learn it really doesn't matter yeah we can divide skills into practical skills you know how to fry an egg how to drive a car how to use a computer but i would say more importantly it's cognitive skills how to think especially how to think critically how to think for yourself how to solve problems that are not prepackaged in an exam or in a classroom setting and obviously knowledge now what i've got to say about knowledge knowing about how the world works is imparting knowledge in an educational context now is not as important because basically google to know the facts you can just google it but at the same time an individual needs to have some working knowledge at hand because they're not going to google everything so it's practical skills what are the skills i need what are the skills ideally that i would have to function in the world most importantly cognitive skills can i become a better thinker a better 
problem solver and google or not every individual ideally should have a fund of knowledge at hand quickly to face the challenges and exploit the opportunities that life presents now just going back to the fact that once you think of education as this magical transformation of a low status individual into a high status individual absurdities come about and one of them is that you know the quote unquote harder the subject is i mean it follows right if you are exalted for surmounting the mountain the higher the mountain the greater the exaltation and the higher the status that is bequeathed on you so what happens here is that subjects disciplines which are as i said again quote unquote harder present higher mountain tops are given precedence over again quote unquote easier subjects which nevertheless would be more useful given the third world so i don't think in many of these poor third world countries individuals learning astrophysics is going to help that country now i'm sure that astrophysics is very important for humanity writ large i'm sure but given that resources are always limited and anyway extremely scarce and hard to come by in the third world i i don't think the policy makers and i don't think any rational individual will think a third world state should be spending on creating or funding astrophysics degrees and other such degrees which cannot help the current situation faced by that particular country and though obviously i love the humanities i don't think that when a third world state is expending money to philosophy and other humanity programs that is going to help that particular state but the harder it is the higher the mountain top the greater the bequeathment of status gains whereas what is needed is in education a deep engagement with the material now the moment the focus changes from an aggrandizement an enhancement of the status of the individual moment the focus changes to the material a mastery of the material in order for the individual to have a better broader richer life and contribute to society and thereby uplift society the entire paradigm of education changes because here's what happens instead of just making the syllabi more esoteric harder so that you can exclude more and so that you know only the most proficient can surmount the educational mountain the moment the focus becomes the material we are thinking well let's come up with material that really can help the individual and help society we are coming up with things like agriculture we think coming up with things like personal hygiene none of these are rocket science and none of these are very sexy in terms of the 
educational cachet. But what these actually do is help struggling, chronically suffering, abject third world societies move forward. Yeah? Citizenship. Now, the problem with citizenship is a lot of people can understand values like stand in a queue, do not litter, and so on. So, what we might find is that a lot of third world citizens will surmount a very a hill which is not steep, not gargantuan, not a Mount Everest. But in so surmounting that very humble hill, so much more good is done for society than a few surmounting via corruption Mount Everest. And the corruption being the corruption of memorization, rote learning. And personally, what is very sad for me as an educator myself is that on completion of their degree or school, many of the graduates, they breathe a sigh of relief. They're like, never need to touch this textbook again. Never need to go through that odyssey again. And here I just want to bring up as a aside, you know, the fate of the poor textbook. And even in the third world context where we get textbooks from developed countries, they are marginalized, they are abandoned. I think, and, and this speaks to the fact that they are rich in information and material which is actually superfluous. It's unnecessary for the task of surmounting third world mountain. To sum it up, we have shortcuts. The richness of the case studies and the examples and the pictures and the links to various sites, that's all not necessary. That's all superfluous. It's all a distraction. Those are the things we would be interested in if we were interested in learning. So the textbook, is marginalized. It's a superfluous, unnecessary expense. The teacher, and this is a very important part that I must say, and I wouldn't call a majority of third world teachers teachers, I would say they're exam coaches. They're complicit in this. The teacher's aim ideally should be to foster the fledgling intellect of their students. But the teacher here is an exam coach. The teacher is complicit. The teacher's aim here in this milieu, in this third world paradigm, in this third world fish tank is to help the mountaineer, the student, surmount mount exam in the most efficient way possible. If that means leaking the exam paper, which is overtly, indubitably corruption. If that means, if you don't want to go to that extent, fine. And most teachers, I must admit, probably don't. If that means backward engineering that exam, yeah, just breaking it down, looking at what has come in the last 10, 20 years and just predicting what's going to come next to hell with learning. That's utterly superfluous. 
they wouldn't even say to hell with learning because they have not even considered what learning is the acquisition of skills they haven't considered it's not about surmounting the mountain it's about the things that you acquire the skills and yes though to a lesser extent today the knowledge that you acquire on the way up in fact there is no way up unless you acquire those very skills and that knowledge it's not really an ascent you have never reached the mountain top in learning because no one has ever learned everything they could have or more importantly what this world has to offer but what it is is those who have acquired more those are the ones who have to be exalted and there is really no final mountain top but all of that doesn't matter it's about that two or three hour exam and the teachers are complicit it's a type of collusion here the teachers are not they are not even contemplating they are not even considering expanding the the mental horizons opening the minds of these children they are about how can we get these mountaineers up everest they are sherpas and a lot of you know if we look at the textbook example and if you look at a lot of the things that i've talked today i think this is one of the key things which i want to dedicate podcast it is that the material itself if the student engages in this this would involve authentic committed thinking and third worlders hate to think they hate it they find it excruciating it's painful so i would leave the fact that education clashes with this third world aversion deep rooted third world aversion to think it's not that third worlders are lazy as in getting up in the morning and going to work that is not maybe that was belief core to colonialism but it's not so much as they don't want to do the physical labor i think what's more important is they hate the mental labor and i think i would keep that for a, another episode so to sum up on what we've been talking about today and you know it's it's education so it's obviously going to go east and west not just north and south yeah there's a lot of tangents of great importance such that they wouldn't even be called and it's a tree with very vital branches so it's not easy to just sum it up and today what we haven't spoken about is the corruption in the education system the teacher absenteeism the drab textbooks what we've spoken about today is if all of those things were perfect the attitudes toward education of the quintessential the typical third so what i would say is to sum up third world education the aim is this magical transformation from a low status individual to a high status individual what you learn doesn't matter so this is why actually absurd degrees still persist in third world universities absurd to the extent not about the human pursuit of knowledge in that area but how irrelevant and pointless it is 
for that country so it's this transformation and how we and what we learn does not matter it's just about performing those herculean tasks and like any other theater in any culture what is strengthened primarily in school is in third world schools is teacher worship which is just driving home the value of hierarchy respect your elders and as i said earlier it sometimes is literally worshiping and since what you learn doesn't matter it's memorization pass the exam ace the exam there are many more ways to that than a deep engagement with the material what doesn't happen is acquisition neither practical skills and very importantly cognitive skills critical thinking creativity those are what are forgotten and even if today knowledge acquisition is not the most important thing still we humans need a fund of knowledge we can't be googling everything so what we end up with is going back to the first episode of third world so corruption a system which is defeated by the values of the participants in the system education in the third world is a system where students may pass the exam but they fail at life The Citizen's Guide to the Third World is entirely free. To download your copy of the CGTW, follow the link given below. Subscribe to Third World Soul and don't forget to leave a review. Please forward the Citizen's Guide to as many fellow citizens as possible, especially young children. Thank you for being a good citizen.